Hello everyone and welcome back to the We Talk podcast. I'm your host Lucy and in today's episode we're going to deep dive into what I want to see in a new mainline Animal Crossing game. So without further ado, let's get started. So, um, a little note before we start today's episode. Um, in the last podcast quote-unquote episode that I made, um, I did this thing where I did a script, okay? I never posted that episode because I realized it was a bit of trash since I was sick and I couldn't track properly. <laughs> and um, I just didn't want to post it because I thought it was a stupid idea after I thought on it for a while. It was also only like 15 minutes and these things are usually <laughs> at least 20 something. So I kind of felt bad just, you know, putting it that idea out there whenever it wasn't good (laughs) so um in good old-fashioned i'm gonna try again and hopefully in today's episode it'll be a little bit better um i never posted it so you can't go and listen to it for yourself (laughs) i don't think i've ever i don't know i can't remember but i think i've only ever posted like one episode where i was actually sick in it um but I can't even remember, so I might have never, but I could be wrong, and I could have been sick in an episode or two. Just, I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, um, so I'm going to try again. This episode, it's kind of half made with a script and half not made with a script. Like, usually what I call a quote-unquote script is... Um, bullet point lists basically (laughs) I just kind of do a bunch of bullet points that I want to go over which end up which usually end up meaning that I will spiral into talking about that one subject for like (laughs) 20 minutes and then I waste half of the episode just talking about that one thing in general that's usually why I have to cut my things into like two or three parts just because I'm so bad at delegating my time (laughs) um so I definitely will try harder not to do that as much so this podcast episode is like it's halfway done with a script (laughs) and then the other half is bullet points um I tried doing writing out the whole script thing and then I was getting frustrated because I couldn't write down what I wanted to and it just whenever I would play it back in my head it sounded so robot-ish so I'm gonna try and make it a little more lively sounding (laughs) but if it does sound like a robot wrote it then I'm sorry because that's probably what's gonna happen (laughs) at least for the first half and I'm hoping um that this episode is going to be longer than the previous one that I recorded just because like I said, like <laughs> writing the script, it takes so much to just write that 15 minute script. And then, you know, like I said, I was done with it in 15 minutes or even less than that. I can't remember exactly, but it was like 15 minutes long. And I was like, this cannot <laughs> be the episode. Um, you know, there was just so much to cover in this episode. Um, that I am going to have to make it multiple parts because in this episode we just talk about the buildings nothing else just the buildings that I want to see come back in the future mainline Animal Crossing game just the buildings now I do mention a couple characters here and there um, that I want to see return but I'll be making (laughs) part two all about the characters and anything else that I want to return in the game um so hopefully it's only two parts it may have to be three i don't know we'll see whenever we get there anyways so what um i want to talk about today again is just what i want to see in a new mainline animal crossing game so when i started playing new horizons it was pretty much the most popular game to date since the release of the Nintendo Switch. And since then, I decided to make it my goal (laughs) to get all of the mainline Animal Crossing games for each of the gaming systems. So, think the Wii, the GameCube, 
um, the 2DS, 3DS, slash whatever you want to call it. Um, and then, of course, the Nintendo Switch. Now, if you guys don't know already, I own a 2DS, which means that I don't have to buy a 3DS or just a DS to own both Wild World and New Leaf. I already own New Leaf. It's on my 2DS here. Um, and then, of course, I already own uh, the Nintendo Switch. And now, this does not include spinoff games like Amiibo Festival or Happy Home Paradise, um, Happy Home Designer, none of that. This just focuses on the mainline games and what I want to see return from the mainline games. I don't care about Pocket Camp, don't care about any of that. I don't care. <laughs> um, Pocket Camp was good in theory, but it's not It's not the focal point of this episode. Um, I might make a part three on just the spinoff games. Um, maybe what could possibly come from those. Um, if they ever made the main game have stuff from the spinoff games, but I doubt that would ever happen, seeing as Amiibo Festival was created a long time ago. <laughs> um, and then Pocket Camp, of course, is still getting regular updates, so, you know, that's not a big of deal. So, anyways, back to what I'm saying. <laughs> just like I, you know, just like I did. Got off track. Anyways. Um, so, all of those games I already own, and... I know that's not going to be easy just because whenever I looked at the prices for like a used GameCube, used now, this was not a new one. This is a used GameCube. It was like $200, okay? And that's just for the GameCube alone. That's not including the actual GameCube Animal Crossing. Um, it was a huge price tag and I knew it was going to take a lot longer than I thought. Um, and when I looked to see how much it would cost for each mainline game, excluding New Leaf and New Horizons, since I already own those two, um, I would have to also buy a GameCube console and a new Wii Remote and Nunchuck, because my Wii <laughs> is very old, okay? I don't know if you guys know this, but those things were made back in my day. <laughs> like, the year I was born, that's whenever it was made. So... Do with that information what you will. But <laughs> I, uh, so it's an old gaming system. I got it whenever I was like, I don't even know, seven, eight years old. So that is like a really, really old gaming system. And it's been hunked up in storage for like many, many, many years because I don't play it anymore because online features have been disabled and everything else. Um, it's just not that fun. But originally, I wanted to just get City Folk. And then I was like, oh my god, it would be so cool <clears throat> if I owned a GameCube and I had all of the mainline Animal Crossing games. Because, you know, that's such a flex to have a GameCube console that's like 20 plus years old. <laughs> and, you know, just all the mainline Animal Crossing games. That's a huge flex. Like, anybody who comes over is going to be like, oh, I want to play, I want to see your island. I want to do this. I want to do that, you know? And I can show them all my different islands, you know? <laughs> like, I think that's just so neato. And I would love to have all of the mainline games. But, so, to play on the Wii, though, um, our remote and the nunchuck is, like, screwed up. <laughs> that's one reason why I haven't used it. It was going to cost, like, 20 bucks for just the Wii Remote and console. Or... <sighs> the Wii Remote and a Nunchuck. And the cost of all of that put together, if I bought it all around the same time, like in one day, it would be around $315. And that's not even, bef that's before taxes, okay? So taxes on top of all that stuff, seeing as I would have to buy the GameCube from um, like some um, random retro gaming place. And then the Wii Remote and Nunchuck would have to be from Amazon. <laughs> and then Wild World and, um, what am I talking about? Wild World and City Folk would have to be bought on Amazon. And then I would have to find the OG Animal Crossing on, I don't even know where, because pe people don't just sell the original Animal Crossing for the GameCube, you know? Like, <clears throat> Maybe I could find it at the retro gaming store, but I doubt it because it's just so, it's sought after. 
from a lot of people and so is the GameCube. So I was a little worried and I was a little skeptical <laughs> um, that I wouldn't be able to find all of these things just and also for the price tag because 315 is a lot and I'm looking at around 375 after taxes and stuff because I'm having to buy it across so many different things and $200 just for a GameCube is ridiculous ridiculous so anyways ever since trying to get these games though I've been looking back at just all of them in the franchise and that's why I had the idea for this episode so dedicated to what I want to see return in the next Animal Crossing game um I'm starting with the buildings and the areas that I want to see in the next mainline Animal Crossing game. And I know I already said that, but I wrote it down anyway, so that's what I'm going with. Um, starting off though, with the biggest one that I want to see get an upgrade is the roost. And I know what you're thinking, we already have the roost, but um, yes, but no, because it's just not the same as in the past ones. I really liked the concept of having it in the museum. But I think it was so much better just as a standalone cafe. I really liked the one how they had it in New Leaf, um, where you could actually work at the roost. I thought that was so cool. Making cups of coffee for the townsfolk was amazing. And if nothing else on this list, then just having the good old roost back would be top notch, top tier. Um, it would also be really, really, really cool if they um, added the stage back in like how they had in uh, Wild World, I think it was, and City Folk, actually. I think it was both of those games. I can't remember. Um, like, I, I've done all my research for this episode, you guys. Um, and KK could go, you know, play his songs in the uh, roost. And I realize KK now resides in front of Resonant Services. But uh, really and truly... He's just in the way, <laughs> and it's really hard to get around him when you're in a hurry and stuff, and I just think he would be so much better back in the roost and stuff like that. So, moving on, <laughs> um, the next thing I would really like to see come back in a future Animal Crossing game is the post office. And I realize we have a card stand in the Dodo Airlines, um... And, like, so many people might prefer that, but the post office was just a staple location across all of the mainline games. It was literally in every single mainline game up until New Horizons. And I get they were trying to be different. They were trying to be, you know, like, new and improved and, like, you know, modernized. But seriously, like... You used it to pay off the loans, you used it for sending the mail, and we lost a couple of the extra characters. And if we hopefully get the post office back, um, Pete could make a return and we could see him deliver the mail just like in the past games. Um, I really miss that. Like, I so wish we had Pete, Phil, you know, all of the ones that we lost. I really hope they do make a return. Um, I really just want everything from the main past mainline games into all together. Like just brewed in a pot and then splat onto the Animal Crossing form. Because you guys know how much repetitiveness the Animal Crossing games were. Yes, I knew they were trying to make it different with New Horizons. You know, the whole thing where we could it was so cool being able to place so much furniture and do so many things like customizing different parts and the whole thing with, you know, being able to build and craft DIY all of our items on the island was amazing. It was great. But if anything, I want to see these things return more in the future mainline Animal Crossing game than any of that stuff. I would rather see all of my favorite villagers again than be able to customize the island, okay? If you added all of those buildings and stuff back into the game, they would have, they could fill up the space immediately. And we wouldn't have to be on a deserted island. Like, I, I get the whole idea, you know, they're trying to make it more fun and more interesting because they've followed a formula for the past 15 years. I get that. But it comes to a certain point where it's just so nostalgic for 
people like me who didn't get to play those past mainline games being able to kind of have all of that in one sitting without having to buy all those past mainline games and i get this will probably never happen because again they want you to buy the other the past mainline games but if in a dream world i want all of this stuff in one game um or just a mix of all this stuff in one game You know, it doesn't have to be every single little thing that I list off here. Just a mix of all of it would be nice. You know, having um, the museum, the second floor in the museum. But maybe we still have the roost in the museum. And we could have, you know, the post office back. But this time, you know, you wouldn't have to talk to Phil to send the cards. We could still have the post, you know, the card stand thing. Or, you know... I get paying off loans is easier whenever we go into the resident services and I also miss the um the town hall you know the town hall was just a big staple point in New Leaf and then they completely forgot about it and called it resident services you know like I get like I said they're trying to be different they're trying to you know make something new but it's it was just far-fetched in my opinion and you know, if they're going to make a new Animal Crossing game, what's next? They're going to go to the moon? They're going to, you know, travel off to a far no- unknown location? Mars? Like, what are we doing here? And <laughs> This is not Elon Musk. This is, you know, this isn't cars. And this isn't, you know, it's, it's Animal Crossing. It's good old animal characters that we've had for over 20 years. And we want the old stuff back. I personally really think City Folk would have done so well if they hadn't have copied pretty much exactly like Wild World. I love City Folk. I love the idea of going to the city and all of my characters being in the city. I love the marquee. I love the whole idea of City Folk. I really do. I love it. I love it to death. It was just such a surreal experience seeing your characters for the first time go to the city and they allude to that in many of the animal crossing games so why they can't bring it back i don't know i really don't know why you know it just it was such a big standing point for animal crossing so i don't understand why they don't bring it back (laughs) um anyways the post office like i was saying um it was really sad that it got deleted and all of the extra characters that went with it um and i whenever i hopefully see the post office return like i said pete could return and we could see him delivering the mail just like he used to do um anyways (laughs) moving on the next building i want to see or the next building i want to talk about really is the museum We already have this building, but it's just not the same. First of all, back in Animal Crossing Wild World, Celeste made her debut, and she had her own room in the museum dedicated to the constellations. You can make new ones, even stargaze through this massive telescope that was in the room. And I thought this was such a cool idea, in my opinion, being able to look at the constellations, make your own constellations, stargaze through a huge telescope. They never brought that back. I was so upset. (laughs) Okay. I thought that that was just so... I don't even know. I wish they would have brought it back. It was so amazing um, to be able to go there, like every single night and go talk to celeste and you know stargaze and look and make your own constellation that you would see later on in the sky i thought that was so cool you know and it would even be a cool idea um that they would like give her her own building i wouldn't care um i just can't believe that they got rid of it and they bumped celeste's role down to nothing really just she's walking around the island and you have to find her and frankly it was just worse because first of all it was super difficult to find her if you had like an intricate design for your island 
but it also got rid of the really cool feature um of the telescope entirely they never brought it back it was never alluded to it's not like she has her telescope back home you know nothing like that she just shows up on the island randomly sometimes and she's there to give you you know the horoscope furniture that's it that's all she does i would even suggest like i said building an entire building for her they could you know put some of the horoscope furniture in there for sale um or some of the star furniture whatever they wanted to put in there she could have her own building instead of being upstairs in the museum i just really really hated that (laughs) um that they didn't give her back what she's so desperately lost um I just think it was a huge waste of potential when it came to the museum. But another part of the museum I really want to see returned to is the museum's store. Okay, so I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the museum used to have a store in New Leaf. And after you would, like, donate 20 items or so collectively, um, I think you had to have, like, at least one from each exhibit or something like that. Blathers, um, you could find Blathers in the museum with like a little bubble over his head and he would ask you if you wanted to expand the museum to have the upstairs room um, at the cost of like 130,000 bells or something like that. It was like a public work project thing. Anyways, <clears throat> which didn't really make sense at the time because, you know, like Nook's Cranny and that stuff just kind of upgraded itself after you know they would be closed for the day and they'd be like oh we're remodeling you know and then the next day you'd find them you would find like a whole different store you know so i don't know why blathers really even asked he could have just done like all of the other buildings (laughs) um which i get you have to do like a bunch of quests and stuff to unlock all of this but 20 items isn't really that much. The only thing I'm missing to get the museum upgrade currently is a painting. (laughs) I've donated 20 items. I know I have. Um, And I have one in each exhibit except for the art museum part. I really hate art in this game. New Leaf. I hate the art in every single part of it, you know? Like, I get it. It's, It's interesting to some people. But really, I don't want to buy fakes from Red. And it's too much, it takes too much time and too much energy to go, you know, look up on the phone which one's the real one and which one's the fake one. And sometimes you really can't tell in New Leaf because of such a small screen that you're working with. And then it's like, you know, it's just not worth it in the end. Anyways, moving on though. Um,. I just would love the idea of the museum to have the second floor. Um, they have this, again, not in the same way though, because the paintings are on the second floor in New Horizons. But I really, I don't think that that would be such a big deal as long as we had the upstairs upgrade. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me why they didn't add it. And I don't know if this was true or not, but I heard that um, in the game's files or whatever, whenever people would be, you know, looking through in like whenever New Horizons had like first became popular. Um, I know a bunch of people were saying that they were like, looking through the files and stuff and that's whenever they found the roost had an upgrade um but they also found that the museum was supposed to get a second floor upgrade now i don't know if that's true or not um they could have been lying through their teeth (laughs) but i think that if they would have done this it would have been super duper cool i would have loved it i think everybody else would have loved it because there's just paintings up there um but for this idea to work celeste wouldn't be able to work there because my other idea of her getting you know her own store she could work there in the day and then it could close at night but i don't see that working because the museum's open 24 7 you know so is the roost so i really don't get that but if we really want to um make this work maybe 
Um, we could have like a smaller owl P NPC. Maybe, you know, Celeste has a child in the next game and he or she works at their uncle's museum. You know, that would be such a cool concept. I really think that that would be cool. Um, or just a different character altogether. I really wouldn't care. <laughs> just having the upstairs expanded though would make all the difference because it's just, it's that, you know, it's the upstairs. It sold a bunch of different items and it was just a big thing back in New Leaf. That's all I can remember is a bunch of people would talk about, you know, their museum and how they completed it and then they got the upgrade and then they got this and then they did that and then you know it was just it was a big thing anyways moving on <laughs> um moving on from that though another building i would like to see return in a animal crossing game is the retail store that was in new leaf now, I cannot remember exactly if this showed up in any past mainline games or if it was just New Leaf. And again, you know, recent Cyrus, they've already have their, you know, their little mobile home thing in on Harvey's Island. And whenever it comes time in June, they have their whole, I don't even know, service, I guess you could say, where they're trying to make you... Um, take their wedding photos every single June, which I think is a little bit extensive, seeing as that was their first appearance that they made, but happening every single June. Yes, I get it. It's cute. It's funny. Hilarious. Ha ha. But just doing the same thing over and over again was very repetitive and I did not like it whatsoever. I stopped doing it quite frankly after the first year. Um, I thought, oh, Doing this every single day in June is really boring. You only get so many items, and then after that, you have them on your own island, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I don't know why you would be playing with that feature so much, unless you just really like recent Cyrus, but I really miss them having their own retail store. And they tried to kind of do it in the case of the mobile home, but <laughs> I really, really, really didn't like the idea of the mobile homes. I, I liked the idea in theory, but whenever, in practicality, I guess it's easier. But when it comes to aesthetics, I really would have rather had the individual buildings on the island rather than off on a distant island that you can't go to if you have players over on the island. This was a big issue for me. You can't, you know, if you're designing, if you're, you have friends over, if your gate is open, you know, you can't travel to any of the other islands. You can't do anything off of your own island if you have your gate open or if you have somebody over on the island um you just can't do it so that gate keeps us from doing a lot of the normal activities that we used to do in new leaf with our friends it, it just gatekeeped all of it you know and it was kind of it was really sad because they could have done so much more with Animal Crossing, and I feel like whenever they expanded it, because it was supposed to come out what? It was supposed to come out like, they had been talking about the Nintendo Switch for like a year, and you know, Animal Crossing was supposed to come out right whenever the Switch had already came out. So it was like they were basically waiting on Animal Crossing New Horizons to be done. And, you know, at the time, Animal Crossing New Horizons was the biggest thing on the market. It was the only thing people were playing during the pandemic. And so everybody, every single day, would log on to their islands and they would get on their islands and they would work on their islands and they would pay off their debts and they would be doing their things. But it just felt so rushed <laughs> like they worked on this game for so long and then when it got towards the end of it they kind of just fell off the rails with it they kind of just was like okay we need to get this out you know finish up whatever we're doing and we're leaving this for later and 
they, it was a missed opportunity with the updates not it was just like a year later was the last update we ever got the 2.0 update was the last update we got for animal crossing new horizons now we had a couple of bug fixes i think here and there on the down low <laughs> but that was bug fixes it wasn't anything new it wasn't anything extra and it wasn't anything free we got happy home paradise right as the 2.0 update had ran up but that was it that was all we got we didn't have anything else we didn't see anything else they didn't give us any newer content after that and I think it was a real missed opportunity because they missed out on so many different things they could have put in the Animal Crossing game. So many things that I feel like, you know, we didn't get an explanation why all of this happened. It just kind of happened. And, you know, it, it was like, it was kind of forced. They were forcing the idea, hey, you're moving to this new island. The very beginning of the game, you pop up in the airport and you're making your island choices you know you're making the choice to name your island you're making the choice for your character's name you're making the choice how your character looks you're making the choice you know which island you're going to choose to live on which hemisphere you are are you in the northern hemisphere are you in the southern hemisphere your time zones what are you doing you know there was just all of this back and forth and i get this is like how every single animal crossing game starts but in the past animal crossing games we started in a train. We were already on our way. We weren't about to board the plane. We weren't about to go to a deserted island. We were going to a habited town that had players in it already. And I get this, like we had characters that had showed up at the same time as us, but it wasn't deserted. I liked the idea of it, but practicality again, you know, it was deserted there was weeds everywhere none of it made sense i get like i said they were trying to you know be different they were trying to kind of get out of their stigma for having the same kind of intro in every single game you know you get on the train you have to put in all your information you get to your town these people Tom Nook, he wants to make you work for him. He's like, you got to pay this huge entire debt to pay off your house. You know, th that was the stigma that they were in for years and years and years and years. And then whenever New Horizons came out, it was completely different. And people liked this. I liked it. I'm not trying to bash Animal Crossing, y'all. It's not that. It's just all of the older games had such a nostalgic feeling and after 20 years you'd think they'd at least reference some of the past games or elude to them in some sort of way in this game we don't have trains the only tr trade of transportation you can get is an airplane okay that's the only way you can transport to anywhere else other than on your island cars don't work trains we don't have them we don't have you know like 20 of the characters are missing <laughs> they weren't originally in the game whenever it had first came out it took them oh, almost a year for us to get the 2.0 update and then they only half added the characters because they weren't anticipating for everybody to want the characters back after having them for 20 years come on this is common sense common knowledge really You've made at least how many games are there? How many games? Okay, we'll count. GameCube, Wild World, City Folk, New Leaf. Four mainline games there. That's not including um, the scratch-offs or whatever. You know, not scratch-offs. What am I saying? <sighs> I'm getting tired. <laughs> this is getting me angry. That's not including um, spin-offs. That's what I mean. Not scratch-offs. Scratch-offs are dead. Um, but not including spin-offs. That's four mainline games. Each mainline game was a little different than the past. It was so different, in fact, that they had to go on New Horizons and completely switch it up. 
people didn't like the formula they changed it a new leaf people got sick and tired of the new leaf formula so they changed it to new horizons again what are we going to have next aliens elon musk cars are we going to have any mode of transportation are we going to have floating devices like what is going on here what happened to good old animal crossing you know new horizons was amazing best customization the best stuff i feel like it's the best graphics it's the best everything but the nostalgic feeling you get when you boot up your 2ds 3ds ds whatever and you play those old animal crossing games it's different because it has what this new game is lacking it lacks the nostalgic feeling you know anybody who's played animal crossing or who hasn't played animal crossing before wouldn't get that but the people who've been around for so long all of the ones who played the gamecube version whenever they were little and then they ended up playing new horizons i think we can all agree that it was kind of a surprise when we learned that it wasn't going to be loading into a town but loading onto an abandoned or a deserted island and we had to work from scratch to build it into what it is today that came as a surprise to me i liked the feel of it i liked how it was new i liked how it was fresh but i miss the older games and i don't have those older games to revert back to and at some point those older games get old you know and just having one of the pieces here in this island and another piece of the puzzle here in this island i want it all to come together um anyways with that said (laughs) i need to get back to what i was originally talking about anyways so back to what i was saying buildings where was i um the next building was luna's place so in new leaf we had luna's i don't know palace what was it even called it's not her palace it's like a it's just a kind of a a building basically (laughs) it was where she resided um in new horizons they gave her a new area where she just kind of lives in her own little realm it's not a building it's not i don't really know where it is it's in the realm of where she resides because for whatever reason that's what they went with um instead of her just having an island or not an island oh my god i need to stop i need to think about what i'm saying before i say it anyways um whenever she had her building she was just like there you know and now she's just kind of there in her own little realm and she's just she's just there you know you can't you can only see her through sleeping which is kind of weird because she's it's like is she a real character or is she just like a figment of your imagination when you fall asleep because used to she was an actual character and now she's just kind of in her own realm you know that's kind of weird i liked her having a building a distinct building now this was her building she didn't share it with anybody it wasn't in the museum it wasn't it was her own building on main street so whenever they kind of just again bumped her down that's why i feel like they've bumped all the characters down to have such low to just such small expectations it's expectation versus reality you know sorry excuse me we expected to get a new animal crossing game instead we got half of a usual animal crossing game and half an experimental animal crossing game this was experimental they didn't know if this would do well or not they might have but they didn't for sure know because it's a brand new it released as soon as the nintendo switch did too so it it didn't come as a surprise whenever this game sold millions because it's in the animal crossing franchise but i'll tell you 
an Animal Crossing game that has all of the older stuff rolled into one would sell so much better because all of the old fans would come back and they would love how fresh feeling it is and how, you know, and they could do, they could kind of throw it off whack a bit. They, they wouldn't have to do everything the same as in the past. They could, you know, obviously we'd roll up in a train, just like in the past ones. We would come to our town, but they could have somebody else greet you. We wouldn't have to exactly go to Tom Nook at the exact time we get there. We could go to Isabel. We could go, I don't know, to Label or Sable or Abel or somebody else. We could go to Timmy and Tommy instead of Tom Nook. We wouldn't have to go to Tom Nook. You know, that's the thought. We would. We could change the pace up a little bit. We could do something different, but still have it nostalgic enough to be the Animal Crossing we know and love. That's just my opinion. You might have a different opinion than me. I love all of the mainline games. Don't get me wrong. Love them to death. Love New Horizons. I know I keep saying that, but I do. I love it. It was so good. I loved playing it, but after a while, it got old. You know, after you've decorated your island, what is there to do? There's not much. (laughs) Anyways. um, Back to Luna's place. This one wasn't such a big deal, though. Um, I didn't really... This was kind of on the back burner for me. I didn't even know if I should include Luna's Place because it was introduced in New Leaf and it never came back as a substantial thing. She kind of just appeared in in the building. And then they gave her a less role in New Horizons and people just rolled with it so if anything could be left out it would probably be this i i really wouldn't i really wouldn't care if she just has stayed in her own realm i kind of sort of forget about her most of the time because unless you're going to a specific island to get i don't know inspiration you're really not using her all that much she's not a big main character for me you know somebody like Katrina maybe I would want her to have her own building rather than Luna her and Katrina could share because that's like their kind of mind working two people you know it's kind of weird but you know it makes sense you know Katrina reads minds Luna goes into your mind like it's they're kind of sort of the same thing so i could see if they shared a building then maybe i would say okay um that would be cool if they just shared a building maybe i don't know red could have his own building and then recent cyrus have their own building you know i don't know maybe but i doubt luna's building would ever get added back into a mainline Animal Crossing game. That was kind of like a one-time thing. They were just trying to be different in New Leaf. So they went with Luna's building. Okay. Moving on from that is the cop building. Um, It's not really a cop building. It's more like a police station building. But I really liked the idea of this. Okay, so... (laughs) This was in... New Leaf, I think. Don't get me wrong. Um, Basically, this, you know, this police building, (laughs) all we did in there was... It was kind of like the Dropbox. Um, And I get it. We do have the Dropbox, but the cop building was just so cool looking. You know, it kind of fit the aesthetic of the town. And you could also bring back both characters booker and copper or cooper or whatever his name is booker and cooper booker and copper i don't know anyway um it was copper i think but in any case uh you could bring those two back you know and they could they could fill that role standing outside the the building per usual you know um anyways i really think this should be 
added back in but again this wasn't on my top tier priority list that's why that's it's kind of in the middle because i didn't really know whether i should include those two or not since they weren't like the things that i most wanted to see return the most things i want to see return are at the very beginning and at the very ending <laughs> i want to have both of those done um and then next up is mr rossetti and his brother don rossetti's um security reset center this was such a big thing rossetti only res he resides <laughs> um in the player services thing whenever you call to try and get him to come pick you up um and reset your character basically because you've gotten a point where you're stuck <laughs> um this happens usually whenever you're on the mayday island and you can't get out of where you are because you're stuck um that's what most people use it for i've only had to use rossetti's thing like twice but um i don't understand why they would bump his role down to such an insignificant thing you can only see them if they're in the roost and that's only if you're fortunate enough to see them most of the time you won't see them you can only hear mr rossetti's um music playing whenever you ask him to reset you and then of course you'll hear him babbling on about resetting your character and stuff now i get it it's a play because their names are literally reset i but <laughs> rossetti was such a staple character um anytime you would reset the game without saving mr rossetti would pop up and say you know he would yell at you and i know his character was kind of like um a yes and no matter because most kids who played animal crossing when they were young really 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 got scared of him <laughs> because you know if they forgot to save the game he would pop up and they would scare them basically into saving the game that was his whole job because you know they didn't want the character to have to lose all their progress i really liked mr rossetti and then the fifth time you saved without your progress or the fifth time you didn't save and you lost your progress, Don, Mr. Rossetti's brother, would pop up instead of Mr. Rossetti and he would be much calmer about it. Um, but that after that, you only saw Don once. So he wasn't really a bigger character. If Don doesn't come back, I just want to see Mr. Rossetti come back. And then, of course, have the security reset center where they would reside and they would be there to have the reset center um i don't really remember what the reset center was all about i'm assuming resetting your island but what's the point of getting the reset center if you're gonna reset your island anyways so why not just i don't even know why pay that many bells just to reset the island I don't really get it, but, you know, whatever. Pop off, Slay Queen, whatever you want to call it. I just liked the idea of the Security Reset Center. I want to see Mr. Rossetti and his brother Don Rossetti back in the game. I want to see them more often. I want their own building where they can stay in. I want them there. <laughs> I need them there. They're, like, one of the main characters that's been there since day one. Mr. Rossetti has been there literally since the GameCube days. I don't know why they bumped him down to such a tiny role that he almost never gets talked to or used in the sense of his service. He never gets used. Like, unless you're terraforming and you keep getting stuck, you're not using him. And you have to pay a fee. You have to pay a freaking fee to get unstuck. What if you don't have any bells? But then, you're just stuck. You can't do anything. You know? It was really sad whenever you would reset the game without saving, and then you wouldn't get Mr. Rossetti popping up there asking you to not, or to not not save the game. To not not, to, or asking you to please save the game, I should say. 
Um, okay. The next building is the another one that I kind of didn't know if it fit or not. The lighthouse. This was only in I think one of the games. They never brought it back as a feature, but I'm pretty sure you would have to like go into the lighthouse. I think it was either Wild World or City Folk. I can't remember which one. Don't come at me. It's just one game. Um, it was one of those two though, and I can't even remember who asked you to go do it. I think it's Tortimer, you know, because he's the mayor and everything. I think he asks you to go to the lighthouse and, you know, turn the light on so people can, you know, go boating and stuff. Um, pretty much him because he's the one who boats now, who, who, who resides on a boat. Um, but I liked the idea of the lighthouse. I thought it was really cool, especially since, you know, you had to do it every night that you played. So if you played at nighttime, you had to go turn the lighthouse on. It was like a, a mini quest that you just had to do every single time. I guess you didn't really have to do it, but anytime you would talk to Tortimer at a specific time frame, he would ask you to go do it. So it's it's not it's not really a have to case. It's more of a you know, if you want to do whatever interactions you were going to do with Tortimer you would have to do it. So, anyways. Um, I'm not really sure if I should move on. Because we're getting close to the hour mark. I told you guys this is going to be such a long episode. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Part two is going to come. Hopefully, like next week or sometime (laughs) i'm gonna get to it i promise you guys um i know i'm leaving this off so short or on short notice but we've been on here for like almost an hour and i don't want to go over an hour because that's like i've only done a few episodes that are over an hour long and i feel like it gets boring to listen to after a while so we'll have a part two we will finish talking about the buildings we will talk about all the characters i want to see come back and any other main features that i want to see come back in the game as well so thank you guys so much for listening to this though um sorry if i rambled too much this is why i think a script is better but that's just my opinion i get bored writing the scripts anyways tell me what you guys think about the scripts um, and the questionnaire, I will maybe see it. I don't know if I will or not. I'll look though. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening and I will tune in to you all later. Bye everyone. Stay tuned for part two.